How do you feel like contesting with Tafu? I'm somebody that I'm quick on my feet. So you shut me down. If you shut me down this way, the next day I'm thinking four, five, ten ways to combat that. And it's like with Safia, is is different from you know. It's different because. I'm thinking four, five, ten ways. She's thinking ten, twenty, thirty ways. So it's like, well, you know, it's, you're just it's a lot. Yeah, like, it's basically, what does a loss mean to you? What does a loss mean to you? An opportunity to do something else. Wow. Campus to the right there, I spent more than one hour plus in campus though. But ah, there are things shade. on ground. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, but there, yeah, but there are things on ground. You get. The campus store is one of our biggest manifestations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, like, no, like, I'm strong, I'm strong. Into conversation with Southfold and staff here. Southfold is currently running for the student government president here at the American University of Nigeria, and Safia is his opponent. In this podcast, I delve deeply into understanding their vision, their manifesto, what they aim to achieve, and how they will achieve it. This conversation was extensive and beautiful. It starts now. Safia, this is Southfold, and the, uh, the current contestants will be. Student government president. What's your dream for UN, Safia? I want an UN where everyone feels heard, listened to, and for the SGA, I want all students to feel close and connected to it, where they feel like they're not dealing with school management, but they're dealing with regular students like themselves who are striving for their cause. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you want to dream for you? Yeah, I think I want somewhere that's yeah. so well developed, you know, so well grown, so well recognized, you know. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what I want is a university where nationwide and above, you know, they will have no choice but to recognize us. And I think for the SGA, I want um, I want a body that is based off of you know selfless service, a body, a body void of individual recognition, uh, a body that you know values merit, that values hard work, values determination. Okay, we'll get back to the part that you, where you say you want here to be a place recognized home and abroad. Yeah. Recognized home and abroad. Okay. So, the next question is this. Why do you want to be president? Yes. Um, I think because of, my, because of my passion and dedication towards the community, what started off as... I've always had that love since I entered into, since I entered into this university. And running for the Senate, running for the Senate was, running for the SGA was a platform for me to shoot students that, okay, that love is there, that dedication, that determination, that, you know, compassion has always been there, has always been in me. So, uh, you know, just running, becoming Senate Speaker, by the time I became Senate Speaker, then it became very, very intense. But 
I started getting to this level where I would be walking, you know, on my way to cafeteria and I would see empty bottles and I'd pick them and drop mm, them. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I do that as well. So, yeah, like that's just, that's how, you know, deep it became by the time I became Senate Speaker. And from, you know, talking with securities, you know, making sure things were okay, even as I was in the Senate, you know, despite like, you know, my functions being limited in the sense that I couldn't, you know, have you know, meetings with like the university president and, you know, uh, university president, provost and registrar, I was still doing everything I could. So I just felt like, okay, now that, you know, that dedication, that compassion is there, it's, it's, it's too much of like, I need to take it up a notch, you know, I need to put myself in that position. Okay, what's the job of the Senate? Like, what do you guys actually do? The job of the Senate is, there are various functions. The first one, we're talking about maintenance. So, in each dome, there's a senator, or there are two senators. And then what they do is to collaborate with the RDs and RA to put forward maintenance lists. Now, that maintenance list is a, com- it's a, com- it's a compilation of different issues in the domes. And I always say this, but aside from the fact that like the REs also have you know, that same job, what the Senate does is quite peculiar because essentially like if you've been reporting, you know, if you go around the dogs, you see that REs do it almost every week. But then if you report the issues to the Senate, what we do is to collaborate with the Vice President of the SGA and push those issues that have not been, you know, that have refused to been addressed that refused to forward to the management forward directly to the management so after that how long is this um how long do we expect to resolve yeah issue? after that you know, the issues are that's what i'm saying like it's all about priorities so after that uh through collaborating with the president and the vice president we forwarded the issues to them so it's all about priorities right now uh, for instance we would uh, prioritize you know ACs in your rooms water heaters uh Flushing, you know, water flushing systems, you know, obviously over uh, like uh, paintings and some other things. So that's how we do That's how they do it. Okay, so Safia, why do you want to be president? The same reason why I wanted to be vice president when I came here last year. Um, I joined the SGA in my second year and I was open to the avenues with which as students we could do so much to help our student life on campus. And I was being, as, as, as an almost overlooked member, but then um, I got myself involved and we did lots of work. So you weren't overlooked member? Like. I was a part of the department that it's largely, popularly considered very... What was the department? Finance. So because there's usually no money, so we're usually um, seen as the most um, relaxed department. We don't really have much work to do. So who funds the, that account? Like students need to contribution so the school? No, no, sends, the school. The school. Like how much do you like send inside the account? They don't send into the account. We make requests and they approve. So it depends on what you want. Ah, so you guys are always on zero if there's no plan? Like, if much. you don't have anything coming up? Please. Pretty much, yeah. So there's no like mm. sub-budget sometimes. Yes. So anyway, I was, I was open to lots, lots of opportunities. Um, at the time, I worked with um, the vice president when I could at the time with club duties and budgeting and all of those things. And I got open to so many things that were the issues on campus right. and how, okay, well, at the time, okay, I've said this like a million times, but something that I really, really put on my head, the, there was the campus tour, there was um, academics, there was um, cafeteria, there was um, um, dorm maintenance, of course, there was 
the maintenance of school grounds, grasses and lights and all of those things. So like little, little tiny things that, you know, ideally they're basic. So, and I thought, well, the, this, that, the administration I was working with at the time, Daniel's administration was very, very good. I was like, well, why not? We have a chance to do even more. And I was loving that we could make an impact. We could see issues and then push for results. And we were getting results. So I said, well, why not? Let's, let's um, keep this going. So I became vice president. And then, of course, as vice president, I saw a lot more yeah. than I did yeah, before. You want to continue. Definitely. And there's so much more that we can do. Absolutely. Why is the fire still hot? Why is it not, why is it not benches more hype? Because I enjoy the work. No matter the pressure and the difficulty and the busy schedule and everything, the fact that we as SG get to be called, students trust us enough to call us when there are issues. Sometimes even staff call us when there are student issues, even before the students call us and we address them. So the fact that you are in that position of trust, it's a heavy responsibility and one that you don't take lightly. So when you're in a position to help and you do help, there's that satisfaction that comes with the fact that yes, I'm in a position that is making an impact and you're making change. Because a lot of times, you know, there are people that want to do these things, but they probably don't come out or they channel their, um, their energy elsewhere. They channel, yeah, they channel that impact elsewhere so if we can choose to channel ours this way then it's absolutely perfect so you're doing your aging this is your fourth year fourth year this second is semester. my third year in a second semester. Third semester that's yes. two years to go one year i came so i'm a transfer student okay okay so one year so okay 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 okay. Yeah. okay so um that that means it's actually your fourth year second semester officially you have one one more year to go yes okay uh, yeah okay how has your experience been with other governments like what has been your observations in the sg so far like do you think like do you think like the body makes sense like what are the other government what, what has been your other government you mean other sg administrations yes before you like the past three four okay so the first one when i came the very first one was, was with taslim and i was my first year so i didn't really know much taslim taslim was the first sg president that i met 2020 and I didn't really know, I was in my first year, so I didn't really know much about SG at the time. But I worked with Daniel and Halima. And my biggest takeaway from these two administrations is that um, people lead very differently. And so what really So Taslim led what? How did he lead? I can't say for Taslim because I was in my first year at the time. So, so I didn't really know much about So I, I can only speak about um, Daniel and Halima. Okay, I, so how was Daniel and how was Halima? I was their own way of doing things. They were both strong leaders. But then I came to the SJ thinking there's this particular way you have to you have to be like so on that you're supposed to be hot all the time. You're supposed to be on on every single thing, every single time. And I realized it doesn't have to be like that. What do you mean by a strong leader? Like strong? Okay, so there there's so in my head I felt okay, as a leader you're meant to be everywhere and in everything and hammering down all the time. And then I realized you can be laid back and still be a good leader. Okay. So, was, so who was much more fierce in the sense that you were not laid back at all? Daniel or Halima? Uh, laid back. I think in terms of what I have in my mind, the hammering, um, Halima is more laid back than Daniel. So which of these two administrations you admire the more? Oh my God, I do both of them because, like no, I said, like, different leadership styles. Let's see... Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, rate Halima. It's like, Halima is my boss. I so, I'm going to, uh, yeah, there's an yeah. obvious bias. Okay, no. Leave the bias. Let's go. What will you give? I'll give her a 9. And we'll give Daniel a what? I'll give Daniel a 9. 
as well. <laughs> well, no, do you know why? Because, 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 like I said, leadership styles. With Daniel, I saw this sense of awesome organization and precision. Daniel will not forget. Daniel will come up with something, and he will not forget to follow up with you. Halima is awesome at delegation. She's laid back, but she also won't forget. And then she's so creative, she has one million ideas going on at, at, at a time. So I might, sometimes I might not even know that this is going on, but Halima has already started moving for this, moving for that, and asking for this to be done. So different leadership styles. Awesome. Okay, okay. Styles. So like, what's your experience in the past? It is your third year. Forty. Okay, so what's been your experience the past three governments before yours? And when did you join the SGA? You, you can speak about Aslim. Right? Yeah, 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 I can speak okay. about Aslim. So I came 2019 for, and at the time when I came 2019, I was, um, I can't really tell you about the government when I came for, because at the time when I came, I was supposed to go like head on, head on over to the UK. So it was more or less like, uh, you know, I came to this university at the time because of close ties with family and I was supposed to do, I was never supposed to finish the semester. So why did you start? Uh, yeah, I started yeah because of close ties with family as well. My my it's admission yeah yeah my admission that time to the university in UK was for uh, January it was for spring, and you know, we just graduated from school at the time so it was like oh, do something you know, like don't stay at home that type of thing. So, but I can tell you very well about Taslim. Taslim was determined. He was hardworking. Uh, he was very you know he was what you call like a disciplined leader. I mean. Taslim will call you to place. Taslim will do so many things, you know, to keep you in check. And I think, um, like controlling a body as big as the SG, you're bound to have problems such as, you know, performances, uh, attendances. You understand, like, and just people putting in that work, you know, that merit, you know, those people being driven to work. And I think Taslim was the kind of person that he will call you to place. He would organize a meeting and then he would explore you because he believed that the students deserve the best. Mm -hmm. The students deserve somebody that was, you know, determined. The students deserve somebody that was compassionate. And it's most importantly, the students deserve somebody that, you know, that, you know, wouldn't sleep on this job. That okay. they could meet so, at any time. So call you to a personal meeting or everyone comes together and then they spell you in the group? Mm, I don't really know because I wasn't at the SG at the time, but I know that, yeah, because you know, we used to talk once in a while, you know, that's why, like I said, I, I've always had that passion about the thing. So we used to talk once in a while and, you know, he'd tell me that, oh, this person is just going to, you know, is going to call so -so person, you know, they're not putting in their work. So I might not, you know, I don't really know the details of how they were expelled at the time. But, so yeah. who would, now, testing was before Daniel or after Daniel? Before Daniel. So between testing and Daniel, what's, who's the government do you prefer? Mm, both of them, like, like, I think I'm what you call, um, in this sense, like a combination of both of them, mm. because, and something more, and one more step, one more obligation, one more duty, because at the same time, me, I'm very innovative, I'm you know, very creative, I'm very fierce, I'm very disciplined. So like this thing, you can hack all the meeting and expel someone who's not in trouble in front of everyone. I don't know. <laughs> That's a large assumption, but sincerely, like, I don't know. But I know that, like, one thing he didn't feel to do was to make sure that the students you know, had hard working leaders. In contrast to our Nigerian government, of course. Okay, what's your manifesto? I think I saw some flyers going around. <clears throat> just briefly, just summarize, like, what okay, do you Okay, yeah. Um, so, 
I think after my reinstation, uh, in finding out that I couldn't go for the debates, it was it was really heartbreaking that you know, like students couldn't get to hear my speech and they couldn't get to you know, ask me questions and you know, give me answer questions. So what I did was to you know, cut it down into bullet points. The first one, maintenance. You know, given the enormity of the school and you know, someone that was a senior speaker, I'm very familiar with maintenance. And let's leave that here and let's go somewhere outside. I was very fortunate, you know, growing up to, you know, like, this is very open, very public, but, you know, like, I've, you know, I've always worked in a construction company since when I was 16. Like, you know, working at home, seeing mixers, seeing water heaters, seeing uh, concrete blocks, you know, seeing different things, seeing carpenters. Is that a civil engineer or an architect? I don't really want to go into my yeah. last profession. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, let's not. I just, yeah, but just know that, like, since when I was 16, I've been working in the construction. I mean, if you hold my phone now, you see Carpenter Mormon, you see Plumber, this, you see this, that. So it's something that I'm very familiar. I mean, like, I know what causes cracks in walls. I know how long it takes. And what can be done. Yeah, I know, I know how long it takes you, you, take you to fix the walls. I know problems in ACs. And I think that gives me an edge over past administrations. In the aspect because, of maintenance. Yeah, no, yeah, in the aspect of maintenance. Because the problem in this school, is that you know they identify the issues, but there's no implementation, there's no prioritization, there's okay. no checks and balance. Okay, an example now. What can you do about that socket that's bad? Okay, I can't plug my laptop if I want to walk in. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's to, it's to call... That's what I'm saying. These people are very tricky. So you call an electrician, okay, what's going on? That wire, that wire is probably connected to like, you know, like the jump box. So they have to disconnect the sockets. Okay, now they're in the library, they know that people are going to step on this. So, what kind of socket are you going to put? Is it going to be two switch, two gang switch, three gang switch? Then you put it, connect it, and you, you try to seal it in such a way that you know that students are going to step on that socket. So it has to be very sturdy. And then most of these workmen, they will come and they will bring... Inferior materials. Uh, yeah, they will bring inferior materials, they will bring second-hand materials, and you looking at it from the ordinary eye, you, know. you won't be able to carry out checks and balances. They will come and they will tell you they've done it, it's working. And most of the sockets are, you know, like they're underweight, they're second class. So if you don't have that, that's what I'm saying, like if you don't have that knowledge, if you don't have that experience, you can't check it. So like, you really want to actually like, see if that's the materials you brought is quality or you go yeah. to the market. Which, what no, part no, would you play? I won't, yeah, checks and balances. Like I said, for instance, uh, if issues have been imported in domes. And has been fixed, for example. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah, they've been imported in domes and they've been fixed. What we do is, first and foremost in the SGA, I think a lot of REs as well, and a lot of you know, departments of the department of maintenance, they are not familiar. They don't have this knowledge. They don't have this experience. So once I get into the SG, the first thing I'll do is okay, we're having a seminar, and on this seminar, what I'm going to do essentially, personally, is to educate you guys on you know the do's and don'ts, how to do this, how not to do this, how to follow up, how to identify this, you know, how to execute this. And then once we've done that, it's all about checks and balances. I'll go to domes. You know, when I get the report, okay, this thing has been fixed. I'll go check. You know, I'll go do this, make sure that it's done. Okay, so other than maintenance, what else do you manifest to? Yeah, and uh, cultivating individual talents. I'm very mean? big. Yeah, I'm very big on delegation. And even from the Senate, you know, that's what we did. Like, so you can easily support people's strengths and yeah, delegate them accordingly. That's something like that's something I don't even know. Maybe since when I was young, like an example. Give an example of what how you delegated before in the past and yeah, how okay. successful it was. Yeah, okay. Like when I was a Senate speaker, I had senators that were good in terms of uh, you know logical analysis and mm -hmm. logical presentation. 
So I know that okay, when the maintenance issues have been compiled, they would know how to structure it in such a way in terms of priority. And I had um, I had senators that I knew were outstanding in terms of fierceness, in terms of determination, and in terms of public relations. So what I would do is, okay, in the Senate, irrespective of whether you are an executive member or not, okay, you come, you come. I want you guys to handle this side. You come, you come. I want you guys to go to the management, go to res life, press down on them. I know you guys can do it. I know you can do it too. It was all about delegation. And well, that's, a really good, that's a really good leadership trait. Yeah. So you've mentioned maintenance, you've mentioned delegation according to people's strengths. So what other yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff? Yeah, like for, yeah, exactly. For divisioning individual talents, like I said, I'm very big on talents and I think it's something that I'm very good at, you know, identifying. So, and given the position of the SGA, I mean, like, we have the opportunity you know, to collaborate with other organizations, other clubs to push these things and take them to the next level. You understand? And I think you know, just getting the opportunity, for instance, now like uh, given the Wi-Fi situation, I don't know you know how possible it will be, but there's something I really want to do, and that's like if collaborating, you know, merging IT developers and you know talking to the university president and other people too. Okay, IT developers, if they're going to work on this Wi-Fi. Work on Wi-Fi in terms of what speed? Or... Yeah, in terms of, you know, I'm not really familiar about it, yet, but in terms of speed, you know, in terms of, you know, like, uh, in terms of speed, in terms of uh, all these uploading things, you understand? What I would want the school to do is, okay, if IT developers are working on this, why don't we bring in our software engineering students? Why don't we bring in our computer science students? I, I get the aspect, I get the aspect, but it's, it's just like, Allowing the finance students to assess the school's account and see where the money is going to, they wouldn't do that. These are classified. <laughs> That's nothing is classified. Nothing should be classified. Finance even the worst. Finance even the worst. Why would you tell us how you're spending the money? Okay. So, like, your two, like, are your two top goals the delegation and um, the maintenance? Yeah, and and, other ones that yeah, and then another important thing too is policy making. Like I said, I think the SGA, you know, is in that position, serving as the bridge between the management and the students. So policy making in terms, like what, what, yeah, poli- yeah, what yeah, rules yeah, are yeah, you I'm, making? Yeah, I'm getting there, yeah, I'm getting there, yeah, I'm getting there. You don't make rules, but you have the opportunity to be at that space where rules are I mean, being made. Influence the yeah, to be at that space where to make sure, okay, 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 governing council, okay, university president. You're making social so laws. I don't think this is favoring the students. So we are going to do something about it right now. We are going to you know, make sure it favors the students. And then even that aside, past administrations like in Daniel's administration, we had something where you know because of the water issue, attendance was waived. You know these things were like done. Attending classes. Yeah, 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 because people couldn't come to class. To understand? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So attendance was waived. And that's the same. Like take for example this power outage situation, this new water situation. I had. Friends that I've known in this school, you know, let's use ICP students. Their projects were due that same day. International cooperative politics. Yeah, international cooperative politics. Their projects were due that same day. Emails were down. Canvas was down. Yet they still submitted that same day. As I'm talking to you right now, many of them were able to submit hard copy of their documents. Yeah. So if I'm in a situation where I can ring up the university president, I can ring up, you know, registrar, I can ring up provost, best believe that something is going to be done. Okay. That's what it means to, you know, like impact you know, policy making, make use of that opportunity. I get that. So, um, dedication, maintenance, and impacting policy. Yeah, and you know, the digital talent. Sophia, what's your manifesto? What do you aim to do? Well, my own, I said, 
So I did see mine, but I had six major points in my manifesto. And what the key takeaway for me was that I had practical solutions. So I came out with the how that we're going to achieve. Okay, but wait, let's just so hear the six. Example, so the now, six again. Okay, all the six. I have sports, I have accountability, I have accessibility, I have um, leadership, I have better food options, and I have finally the student hub. Wait, accountability, accessibility, sports, better food options, student leadership, hub, and leadership. And leadership. Oh, yes, you got that. Uh -huh. So for sports, <laughs> I, I, because sports, sports is one terrible part in this school. Yes. Not like terrible, terrible, but. Mm -hmm. Not yeah, it's so lacking. Good. Yeah, definitely. The facilities are really, really yeah. not so good. They are good, but not so good, based on the fact that there are lots of things that the school is meant to provide for students to play sports, yeah. but they do not. Example, I like badminton you now, uh -huh. and I'll bring my own personal shuttlecock on my racket. Uh -huh. And when my shuttlecock spoils, my racket spoils. Like I can't play again. You have to get your. I have to get my own again. Yes. So, like in that aspect, now what can you do about that? So now, um, since last year, Helima, my person, my boss, obviously. Her main point, she was trying to really capitalize on the sports environment, especially the football. But then last year, throughout last year, we didn't really have stable government in Amen. We had an interim president throughout. So Amen was practically trying to stay afloat. So we had to. Sorry, an interim president doesn't he have the same rights and opportunities? And... Yeah, but then the thing is, when there's an interim president, so many things shift. So we don't have a, the provost became interim president. So we have to fill up provost. We have to fill up other positions. And then the provost is not meant, is not the conventional president. He's not there because he wants to be president. He's there because he's trying to fill up a position until a president comes so in. So after the president, so who is next in command? After the, bef downward, yes. the provost. So Atari yes. was the former provost? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. cool. This, Alima uh, and this so, so practically, practically, we're trying to keep you know, I was just trying to stay afloat. We had the electric, electricity problems that we had to... So lots of funds were ha having to be diverted to um, uh, keeping the electricity supply stable and blah, 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 all of that. Nonetheless, we still worked on getting the sports field and the other sporting facilities maintained. Like I mentioned in the manifesto, the lawn tennis whole situation, we have a tennis um, club, but they don't play tennis on campus because they don't have a tennis um, court. Now, what I did about it was that finally, after hitting so many roadblocks, after hitting so many roadblocks, um, we've got, we have a new president. He hasn't started his job yet, even. Resuming Yeah, he's resuming during the summer. During mm -hmm. the summer. But I've already laid out plans to him. And as at this time, the budget has been sent to him for, the cost has been sent to him for the football field. He's already speaking with, um, um, this is classified information. Management. Anyway, but yeah, so he's already got the um, budget and the plans for the football field, for example, like the, the key thing. So I managed to put that in because that was like top priority. This is something that the football field is something that administrations have been working on. For yeah, but what I want to years. know now, if my badminton racket spoils mm -hmm. and my shuttlecock is not good, will you give me a new one? Or the school game? I want to know what can be done. There's, there's a baseline for um sports uh for Budget. sporting clubs yes mm -hmm. so for basketball they're going to have maybe like set two balls for football probably let's say they have three balls and a net and all these basic things but for general things like if you have a personal thing you need to change or it's not going to be so they're going to have school facilities yes but students are always go, always always going to have their own individual things. Okay, so, so but, but wait, example, how, how quick? I want how quickly would these balls be replaced once they spoil? Because most of people don't cannot afford these things on their own. Depends on how quickly the requests are put and how quickly you can follow up. So okay, let's say today is this Monday, twenty fifth April. Uh 
and my um the soccer balls pulled. Let's say both of them are bad. Yeah. What day are we? End of the week. Within the week. End of so, the week. So by thirtieth, we should be getting a new ball. Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Excuse, 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 I'm giving an example. It's Tuesday, 23rd. By 30th April, we should get a new ball. Or the Monday. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean by accessibility? You said accessibility in manifesto. Yes. Um, UN SG needs to be close and connected with the students. I noticed that in the past administration, and probably the one before even, the SG will do so much work, but it's doing so much work and is seen in management, in admin. So you find that staff know the SG more than the students know the SG. Because we're doing all these things, all these things, all, all back and forth, but the students don't know what we're doing. So there's that disconnect. That's what I'm trying to fix. So we give, we're opening up the doors of the SGA. We're keeping, we are keeping ourselves on the open transparency and accessibility. And I mentioned office hours. So students may not know this, but um, SGA members, executives and directors have office hours where they're supposed to handle SGA duties. But students are not aware of this thing, and I feel like it defeats the aim. So are you linking this now to Student Hub because that's where your office is? Yeah, that's where the Student Hub is where the SG office is. That's, student Hub is meant to be our activity center. It's supposed to be the student center. It's supposed to be where it's 100% student. And yes, I've tried in terms of um, my role as club council chair to bring more traffic to the hub. Clubs have tried to put decorations and activities and stuff like that in the hub just to bring more traffic and things to make it an ideal student center. Yeah, you mentioned accountability too in your manifesto. So how can I keep you accountable? Like I said, we're going to have performance reviews. But we're going to, so it's going to be in different ways. We could have a form, a publicly accessible form, where students fill out and ass and assess the SJ and tell us what and this and the results of these forms are going to be publicly accessible. Two, we've got, we've got town halls. There are going to be two different types of town halls. There's going to be town hall for students and the SJ. There's going to be town hall where it's students, SJ, and the relevant management. So now, based on the performance reviews and the um, um, review of the work that students have given, maybe their priority right now is maintenance and food and maybe sports. We'll get the required people for each. So we'll get, of course, Dean of Student Affairs, definitely. We'll get finance. Why are we not buying these things? We'll get the um, sport management. Why are we not getting these things? We'll get the cafeteria management. So instead of we have students and staff, we're going to have students, staff, and the management. So where the staff tend to put us on the spot and just allow us to go and handle or we'll get them themselves to answer these questions. Okay. So like three layers. So when the students complain yeah. and they vote you guys low, for example, mm -hmm. what do you do about it? It shows that they, it shows where we need to work. So for example, I mentioned as SG we've been doing so many things up and down, up and down, but then we realized that at the end of the day what you're working on may not be the priority of the students at that time. That is what the disconnect causes. So when we have these reviews and we have negative reviews, say on, we have so much negative feedback on, let's say, for example, the pressing issue or the portions in the cafeteria. Maybe we're working on, maybe we know that there's no light. So we're working on ensuring that there's light. But then meanwhile, students are more agitated about the cafeteria than the um, light situation. So you get negative feedback, more negative feedback on the um, food situation. Oh. So you know to hammer down on that. And the best part is, you get updates. So, as I said, it's going to be publicly accessible. You're going to have um, like a breakdown of the things that students feel more agitated about. So, and how, then you're how often will get... these forms be up for students to reach you guys? And tend to have performance reviews monthly. Every month? Yes. That's three times a semester? Yes. Is there any other part of your manifesto you'd like to touch on? Apart from this three years, you've highlighted now accessibility, accountability, and then the... Student help. I mentioned, I liked, so that was the last 
thing I mentioned in the manifesto, which I didn't get to double on. Um, I spent so much time there. It has so much potential. It has so much potential to be even more. When you go to other schools, you can see that their student center has, it's a whole community entirely. We have a stage now, which we had to struggle to get there. But then we could have so many things. You could have games, you could have food options, you could have, you could have lounge areas in the, in the hub. It's just cubicles now and just looking like an office space. So you can make it a lot better. And generally, in everything that I've mentioned in the manifesto, the point is to have a very strong team. When I mentioned Daniel's administration and Halima's administration, I was able to speak about these administrations because I was a part of a team and I was involved as a team member. At the end of the day, both of us here are speaking about things we want to do, but we will not, we cannot, we simply cannot do these things on our own. So the point is to have leadership with a vision that will direct a team. You can't do this thing individually. So we're directing a team. That's where that's where um, the point of inclusivity and then selecting your team your, um, your team appropriately comes in. Now, selecting your team appropriately is not reading your part because this school's um, system, student government doesn't operate in a party system. The vice, the vice president does not run with the president. I'm not talking... He's running his own race. By team, I'm not, major, I'm not talking about the execs. Okay. I'm talking of the four, 30, 40 more members that are going to have in the SGA. Mm. So we're talking of non-elective positions. Okay. How do you feel like contesting with Talfo? Talfo is my classmate. I contested with my classmate last year and it's just it's just a lot. I mean, it's like... Okay, number one, it's fun because it's it's there's so many new pools, so many new things every single day. And number two, it's like, okay, we can do this and we can get past it and still be cool. So on one hand, it sucks that I'm contesting against my classmates. It absolutely sucks, I won't lie to you, because sometimes you want to be very, the rivalry, you want to, sometimes you want to come out with full on fire and rivalry, but you know, you come back on Monday and sit in class together. So, um, so, so on one hand, so on one hand, it's great that you get to have healthy competition. And on the other hand, it's like, um, it's a lot to contend with. A lot to mm. So, Stafford, how do you feel like contesting with Safiya? Uh, like I've, I've said many times, but like she's an amazing person, and you know, uh, it's, it's stimulating. You know, like it's, yeah, it's, it's stimulating. Like it's, it, you know, the kind of person I am. You know, generally, like when it comes to you know academics, when it comes to you know challenges, you know. I'm somebody that I'm quick on my feet. So you shut me down. If you shut me down this way, the next day I'm thinking four, five, ten ways to combat that. And it's like with Safia, is is different from you know. It's different because I'm thinking four, five, ten ways. She's thinking ten, twenty, thirty ways. So it's like well, you know, you're just it's going, a lot. yeah, are just going back and forth, back and forth, yeah, back and forth, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's just how it is. And um, I think, and yeah, like just contesting with her so far has really, you know, showed me that, you know, leader, uh, leadership is, is different, you know, in the sense that, like, in the sense that, like, you know, uh, you can both be a leader and 
you can put do to do like different things effectively in different ways. You can both be a leader and you can both do different things. Yeah, in effective ways. Yeah, in effective ways. That's also poetic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so it's a big take because, like, uh, um, I think, okay, like, for me now, but I think, like, uh, not even for me, but, but, like, me, the kind of person I am, maybe it was just growing up, but, like, uh, you know, I'm very, I'm very fierce, you know, I'm very, like, determined, I'm very, like, Tell me this thing, tell me that thing. And like, I don't like taking the calm approach. And you know, I think, you know, like, that aside, that's what differentiates me and Safia, that's what differentiates me and Alima, that's what differentiates me and Daniel, that's what differentiates me and Taslim, and me and different, you know, that. So, so far, what has your campaign process been like? <laughs> wow, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been hectic. I mean, from the. I think from the activities, first and foremost, you know, I'm someone that I believe in uh, actions more than words. So uh, I will tell you, you know, vote for me. I plan on doing this. I plan on doing that. But I really want to go a step further. So at the beginning of my campaign, it was that. That's why we did game nights. We brought out a lot of people. Then they rally, and I think everything started from that rally. You know, uh, T for P, T for P. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I, yeah, like, I think at the beginning of this election, you know, going around talking to people and, you know, telling them my ideas, there was a day we were holding a meeting and I was talking with some people, and then you could see in their eyes, like, you could see that fire burning in their eyes. And you could see that charisma. You could see that this was a cause they wanted to you know, give their order. They, they wanted to, you know, despite all odds. And when that over excitement is there, definitely as a leader, you have to keep that in check. You have to make sure that everything is okay, everything is good, you know, everything is peaceful as well. So it's been quite a challenge. Then from the disqualification, uh, I had people walk up to me and tell me, oh, so what's the next step now? If I were in your shoes, I would just give up. I would just do this. I would just do that. So basically, you have to keep the fire in check so it's not blood, real vision. Because like, if you just fire, yeah, fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Like that's what we've been keeping them in check, you know, making making sure everything is by the book, everything is intellectual, everything is fair and fair. So what do you think is stimulating that fire? Like, is it the dream you have for the school, or because you're doubtful, or like? I think. Uh, see, like, I don't know. I'm not that kind of like me, the kind of person I am, I'm very selfless. I'm a selfless service guy in terms that in terms of like you know, like I like to keep myself very humble and I don't like to talk much about, you know, like I don't like to give myself accolades. I don't I, I believe, you know, I don't care about status, I don't care about the feeling. So your team members are basically people that <clears throat> probably have had something good to do with you before in the past. No. Some of them I some of them I I don't even know them. Like, I didn't even know them prior to this. Like, it was them hearing me talk, them hearing me advocate, and they would walk up to me different times. Your words brought out something in me that I couldn't expect. Example of a word that's brought out something in someone. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, most of the times, you know, my speeches are no... That's what I'm saying. My speeches are no uh, planned. 
Give me, a, that fire. Give, give me a one minute speech. What you're going to do for Ewan? A one minute speech. Yeah, just say it, man. Oh yeah. Um, so I think first and foremost, you know, creating an environment, creating a developed community that, like, you have no choice right now in Nigeria. If you're talking about American universities, you go to states like Abuja, you go to states like Lagos. Everybody knows Affair. Everybody knows Babcock. AUN right now, you're talking to people and they're asking you, where is AUN? Who is in AUN? Is he in Yola? That's something I intend to deal with. Like putting, creating situations, and that's something I'm very good at. Creating a situation where you out there will be forced to recognize it. You will be forced to say, in this school, there are leaders. In this school, there are athletes. In this school, there are... In this school, there are content creators. In this school, there are five-star chefs. Okay, so yeah. speeches like this that bring out the fire in people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to hear that. Yeah, like, because, because, frankly speaking, even when I was appealing for the decision, what started off as a loan appeal process and me going to Provost, me going to Register, me going to Byron with a few of, with a few of my supporters, I was in class one day thinking about the whole thing and... I started getting emails. I was tagging emails. I was tagging emails over 20 to Byron. And for a set of students, you know, like students that we are, you know, it's normal to procrastinate. It's very difficult to write down essays. Yeah, but I started getting emails and on my phone I was seeing paragraphs upon paragraphs of students writing down emails and complaining and complaining. And I woke up and I was like, okay, yeah, let's go, let's go. Let's oh, that's go. a beautiful motivation. Yeah. So, Safi, how's your campaign process been? More than expected. Let's just say that. Um, contested for vice president and contested for president is a whole different ballgame entirely. It's been fun. I've had an awesome support system, a, a wonderful support system. And it's been rocky because there are times when um, I've been um, thrown under the bus by people that are not in support of me. So they'll try to, you know, there have been smear campaigns, there have been petty attacks. Been so when that happens, what do you do? You just smile at him. I don't retaliate because by doing that, it's going that low. I don't make it a war. I have a vision and I keep that in mind. I don't use emotions to manipulate or capitalize on people's heat at the time. When we're talking leadership, you have to be rational and you have to be... Um, be able to keep yourself in check. So at this time, if I if I'm going to be retaliating and returning heat, then what am I going to do when the whole school is pissing me off as president? I'm going to start sending nasty emails to students or what? So at the end of the day, what I do is I maintain the um, um, I maintain the communication of my message. That's all I do because all I want students to see is my worth, yes. I'm going to communicate to them that, okay, this is what I'm made of, this is what I intend to be, this is what I've done, and that's all. That's that's the whole point of campaign, to canvas votes and to let people know what you're capable of. And at the end of the day, it all boils down to what students think. So the whole idea of this entire week, this entire process, the whole campaign thing is for people to come out and say what, um, say what their worth is and students can assess so if that's the main aim why am I you know um, resorting to internet backlash or yeah. or social media you know riots okay how would you feel if you don't win I wouldn't feel 
think okay so that's the thing um before i even before i ran and even while even when i decided to i came with a 50 50 mentality this is what i intend to do in the sga this is what i want to do i want to be there because i have a vision and i have plans but if i don't get to be there well so, so you wake up the next the morning and you walk oh, to class and move uh, happily absolutely absolutely okay. there are so many other ways to channel so making an impact in AUN doesn't um doesn't start and end with the sj there are so many other avenues to. so and then even if i don't get it well i hope that the sj remains strong so and you know, yeah so basically what does a loss mean to you what does a loss mean to you an opportunity to do something else wow mm-hmm. wow so what does a loss mean to you uh a loss means uh, like i said yeah like she said there are many other ways to go about you know handling issues and from the little little things from uh hand picking things at the hand picking you know, there on the studio bottles on the like yesterday for instance uh, a lot of students wanted to go out and they wanted to use cars and i found out that the system because when you go in front of your dome and many people don't know this but you can go in front of your dome and tell the security to call the car for you yeah well, you know, yeah, you see, so many people don't know. As well, I was in EE and a lot of them wanted to, you know, they were looking for cabs, they were outside, they wanted to go out for Eid. And, you know, just stopping there and hearing the security tell them that, okay, what's going on, they can't call. And I was like, sorry, what do you mean you can't call? So, working with that security, we went back to the security system. Okay, they had the numbers, we called them, the cabs came back for them. So, you can do so many other things. So, basically, if you're losing it, this you put your energy on that sense yeah for the benefit of the students definitely you're about finishing something on um, what loss a loss means to you before i, I asked all for the same question yeah so i said opportunity to do other things now apart from the sg i'm i'm a law student I've, I've done other things and i'm doing other things simultaneously even the sg so um I've, I've, i'm active in community service i'm law students honor society clubs you know so there like i said there are so many other ways to create impact there's um for example silent radio that's very good pr for AUN. very very good pr for AUN. it puts students on the map where the management may know where the management uses probably traditional conventional ways to sell AUN. students are doing it by themselves with silent radio there are people that are creating clubs and organizations on campus there are people that are going out of their way to do things by themselves because they have a vision and they feel like this is going to be um, um, of betterment to the community. There are so many more avenues, and the fact that I've been in the SGA before gives me an, an even bigger platform because I've been on the inside and I've seen how things work. So I can channel that energy into making students' life better without having to be in student government. Student government is going to be fine. Student government, I hope that we're going to have very strong leadership regardless of what happens at the end of this election. So, Tafu, how would you feel if you don't win? Back to me now. Mm. Uh, I think like that's what I'm saying like I would I would use it as motivation I've always been the kind of person that uh, you know a good leader is a bad leader is somebody that doesn't learn from his failures and mistakes and a good leader is somebody that capitalizes on his failures and mistakes and turns them into something great Mm. Yeah. Sound like these guys are fought for Malcolm X yeah. <laughs> for the black for the black yeah. rights. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. I, I, in fact, like I think um, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X is 
they are good uh, they are good in like uh, representations or symbols if you would describe me and yeah i'll just channel that energy into something else learning from my fingers learning from my mistakes and doing things 10 times better doing things 10 times more creatively um, okay, in the beginning of this conversation, you said that you're going to make a year and rec- recognize home and abroad. How do you intend to do that? Yeah, exactly. By uh, first and foremost, I love Stalin Radio, and I don't think I think it should be more recognized. Should be put on other platforms. It should be, for instance, in this school. Do you know the amount of women leaders that we have? Women leaders. Women leaders. I know. Mm-hmm. Safia, Halima, Aisha, Umoko, Tom. Jemima, that's yeah, a lot. Do you understand? Like it's a lot. We have our very own Jemima Palm, and she's running an amazing philanthropist organization with other female students. Um, Geminate, Gemini Foundation. Very good, Jiggins. Imagine the outreach you know, that she's doing. Imagine you know, the kind of community service that she's doing. Imagine how many lives she has blessed. So you go film this her works and upload on YouTube? You, you know, not even go film this her works. Like, we're talking about... Uh, but putting Stalin Radio on the map, first and foremost, you know, increasing streams, boosting streams, making sure people from not just our university listens everywhere all across Nigeria. And then we are going to show them by interviewing our very own talented students that, okay, guys, in this school, we have a mixture of everything. We have a mixture of chefs, we have a mixture of talents. And like, for instance, now I'm going to watch football every day or every, you know, yeah, almost every day. You get to see talent, you get to see guys playing football, you get to see guys you know, doing this, doing that, and putting them in that position, using social media, using PR, we get to tell people that, okay, we have social amount of talent in this school. We have strikers, we have midfielders, we have fullbacks, we have centre-backs, you understand? To come here, might just be one of them. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. I to grow to no, be one of them. No, not even one of them. I want to create that image that, like... Imagine, like, university like Stanford and Yale. You go to Stanford and Yale not thinking that you want to be one of them. Or you go to Stanford and Yale thinking that the competition is fierce there. But once you make it there, you make it everywhere else. So letting people know that, okay, like this now, coming to our university, there are lots of talents on ground right now. It won't be easy for you coming to make to stand out but by everybody working their way to stand out creating clubs creating organizations you get to see students that are heavily involved in leadership students that are heavily involved in their talents students that are heavily involved and they will just inspire and influence you and they will inspire and you get you, you start to see students more students coming to school more you know females coming to school more men come to school and it's like it's like okay, it's the space competition. Understand? You start, you have more than you start having more than something close. You start having talent. You start seeing people. You know, like American universities. You understand? Like you start seeing these things, and uh, yeah, that's so. Safira, yeah. What what vice president are you waiting for? I like all. The, I think all the candidates have good potential. No. It's up to the students. Now, whose dream are you buying into the most? I'm part of the electorate. I'm focused on my own thing. I know. But we, which of them, which of the, like, what dream could you, like, resonate with? Among All three. The three of them does. All three. Let me tell you why. Um, I listened to Elio, and he has a good um, experience already. He was an active director in the SG. He was director of transport, and he hammered down on the transport system in AUM. 
Farouk has the fierceness that you need to counter a lot of I am Farouk. Always about talk, talk, talk. Farouk is fierce. Farouk is fierce. And I've worked with him, not uh, apart from the SGA in MSS as well. And he's very hands-on. He's very, very hardworking. Anissa, I love her vision. She articulates um, her thoughts very well. She's very, very principled. And she's not one that starts and doesn't finish. She will start and she will finish. So for all three of them, I think, honestly, I think the SGA is lucky. Because no matter who wins, we have, we have, we have we're going to have very, very good candidate, a very good person in the position of vice president. Okay, Tafford, who are you rooting for? Because this is, the, this is the person you're going to end up working with. Yeah. And you don't get to choose. Exactly. At this point, <laughs> so, at this point, I think all three are so wonderful that the remaining two that don't win, I might just have to go and beg them to join the SG. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I like this yeah. inclusivity. You talked about inclusivity in your manifesto. Like, yeah, manifesto you understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because Anissa is outspoken, she's elegant, she's principled. Ali is by the book, he's you know, meticulous, he's disciplined. Farouk is fierce, he's, you know, he's not afraid to say his mind, he's not afraid to tell you that these things are non negotiable. These students' obligations, like school's obligations to the students, taking care of the students is non negotiable. So, quite frankly, I think anyone that wins, the other two are like, please. Okay, this is, the last, this is the last question for you. Why yeah. should I vote for you? Well, why should you vote for me? Because I think I take one more step, I do one more thing. In the sense that, from my manifesto, you could see that the problem with this school right now is implementation. There are a lot of ideas, there are a lot of things that are on ground. For instance, uh, coffee shop lines are still long. Despite you know, uh, this past administration you know, making sure that you know, there is a lot of, there is a new swiping system. Campus store, they are spending more than one hour plus in campus store. But oh, there are things shit. on ground. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but there are yeah, things on ground. You get the campus store is one of our biggest manifestations. No, nothing understand. Yeah, like, of course, of course. But I'm just saying that like the biggest problem in this school is implementation. All these things are on ground. In campus store, there's an extra laptop. What do you want to buy? No, not buy. What did you want to get there? Oh, uh, just chocolate. Uh, it's been an hour. Mm -hmm. the I, or... I spent an hour, yeah, and I came back to the class, like I was walking into class. The lecturer greeted me and I'm um, like, yeah, I swear it means more. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? So that's just tell you about it was. So all these things are on ground, yet they are not being implemented. And I think, you know, like, that's why I bring to the table implementation. For maintenance, I've told you that you can, you can carry out checks and balances if you have that knowledge. So that's checks and balances. That's going one more step. Implementations, all these things that are on ground now, you know, Despite the equipment being on ground, past administrations fighting for the equipment to be on ground, they are still not being implemented. So that's me doing one more step. Uh, promoting students' talent, promoting students' talent through collaboration with organizations and mini clubs. That's me going one more step. And mm -hmm. most importantly, a dynamic SG. Dynamic. Dynamic means dynamic flexible means, or no, not flexible. Dynamic means if I'm elected, you're going to see people in my cabinet. That you would never expect to be in SG. Oh, in my dictionary, the dynamic is um changing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 powerful. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you see people in my SG, a lot of people have this notion 
that you know people that come to SG, you know, they are supposed to be you know, they're supposed to be uh, you know, uptight and this and that. You understand? But like from when I entered the school, I've been observing. I know I've been looking at this guy. I know that if I enter into SG, this guy is amazing in terms of organizing social events. I will, you understand? I'll encourage him, okay, come, if you meet the requirements, become a director, assistant director of special events. This guy has ample knowledge in maintenance. This guy has ample knowledge in maintenance. He's good. Okay, I encourage you, come, come and apply for director of maintenance. So currently, Emmanuel is your spokesperson or? Yeah, Manuel is your, uh, Manuel is. Manuel is my brother, is my. Family. So he picked you or you picked him? No, not even that. He chose to be your. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, like, one thing about Manuel, despite you know, my relationship with him, is Manuel is a very objective person. And most people don't know. On campus already, you understand? Like, even from the way he relates with you, from the way he talks to you, most people don't know, but I had to spend hours in the room telling Manuel that. Telling Manuel my ideas just for him to side with me. That's the kind of person he is. As difficult as it may sound, I woke up, we woke up one night in the morning and went in the room. And I was like, guy, I really want to run for a SG president and I want to change the school. And he was like, I'm not voting for you. And he turned and he was pretending to sleep. Seriously. He was pretending to sleep because, you know, that wasn't enough for him. He needed to hear. So he's a very objective person. He's a very you know, free thinker. He's and you know from looking all around it, you understand. He's somebody that's been in the SG in the Senate. He's somebody doing uh, Halima and Safia's election pass and divisions. He supported them. Manuel mm -hmm. was one of the biggest you know supporters for Halima and Safia because he believed in what they could do. So I should vote for you because you take one more step. Yeah. So Safia, why should I vote for you? I walk the talk. Now, when I speak, I don't speak out of thin air. I've said this like 10 times already. When I speak, I don't speak without substance. You manifest ahead of you. Yeah. Being eyes of your hour. You said it like three, four because, times. Because, because, like I said, you need visionary leadership that lead a team, right? And everything that I speak of is not something that I'm just projecting. I'm seeing things because I've had the experience and I've done those things. So you're not just seeing me for the first time. You're seeing... I'm saying things and you're seeing that these are the things that I have actually done. Mm -hmm. So when I said I'm going to do something, there's good confidence that I'm going to do it. Based on history. Exactly, based on that. And then, none that even if there's no history, right now, the things that I've already mentioned that I intend on doing, they're not just mere projections. They're a work they're in things, progress. They're a work in progress. So I'm using what little capacity I have right now. I'm vice president. I still have a boss regardless. And even if um, I'm running for president, I'm still SJ vice president, so I still have to do SJ VP duties till the very last day. So even in my my little capacity right now, the things that I mentioned, I'm working. I'm current. It's not a projection. It's things that are a work in progress, which is which to me goes to show that it's a true. It's truly a thing of service, not a thing of um, um, personal gain. It's work that you've attempted. And you've noticed that you're making change and you want to continue. That is why, to me, it doesn't matter really who is in that position. It doesn't matter who gets there. What matters is SJ is better for it and students are better for okay, it. Okay, the last question. When you leave Ewen, what do you want Safiya Awards to be remembered for? Every day, I hope that I leave a good legacy in Ewen. And it's not just on the books. 
or awards or certificates. I want you to come back and talk to people and let them say, yes, I know Sophia, I worked with Sophia, I've seen Sophia, and she's all about that. Um, the, very, the very first SJ, um, female SJ president, Freda Ibrahim, she was president in 2012, 2013. But you ask, um, alumni and they tell you she was the best SGA president they had because of how strong her legacy is. I was talking to um, a staff that's been here a long time and I said, who's Freddie Brown? And he was like, oh, yes, like she had a vision, she had this, she had this, she did this. So even if not as SGA president, but as Sophia Awa, I want to leave an imprint on staff, on students. As someone that walked the talk. As someone that walked the talk. What are you going to be remembered for? After you leave the school, um, not you know. I've said this countless times throughout the course of this interview, but I don't, I don't even fancy recognition, status, fame. I want to be remembered by, I want to be remembered as somebody that laid the foundation for AUN. Somebody that laid the foundation for UN to become globally, you know, internationally and nationally recognized. Somebody that did one more thing. Somebody that was fierce in pushing himself and the university, you know, like throwing himself at the university for the benefit of students. A sacrifice for a greater union. That's how I want to be. Thank you for having me. It was so hot. I'll end this conversation with this quote by Lucia Seneca. It is better to make fun of life than to be with it. Thank you for listening.